Blog Talk Radio. everybody. God bless you. Like, I like that music. You know, so we do thank God. We thank God for you all that are tuning in by way of Purpose Kingdom Network on Blog Talk Radio, our online station, 319-527-6091 is the number to call for those who are on Blog Talk. You know, I always um, encourage you to listen to the archives. You can find us on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right, on Blog Talk slash Purpose Kingdom Network. Find your favorite minister that comes on, you know, and just listen all day. So we thank God for you. Let's open up in a word of prayer. God, we do thank you and bless you. We pray that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in your sight. God, we know that you've called us to a higher calling. you called us to a holy calling. And I pray that that holiness, God, that it would shed and be spread throughout these airways, that you would get glory to yourself. God, that as you're calling your children unto yourself, God, that the words that we speak, God, that they would fall on good ground to bring forth fruit to your glory, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. We we, we just want to talk to you today. I, 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 I might do a little bit. Uh, 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 preaching, but uh, just talk to you because I'm I'm seriously concerned on how often the Lord repeats this theme in my mind, you know, and, and just to encourage you, fear not, little flock, Luke says, for it is the Father's good pleasure. God wants to give us the kingdom, but we have been microwaved and micromanaged, <laughs> let me create that word, microwave managed, where everything that's accessible and everything is now, everything is at a finger's touch, everything is in within arm's reach. And God says, we want, and I want you to go through the processes of sanctification. This is why the Bible reminds us to not put a novice in leadership, not because they don't have the ability, not, not because they don't have the wherewithal, not because they don't, they're not gifted enough, they're not experienced enough, but because the condition of the heart is so important to God. The condition of the heart where pride would come in, where arrogance would come in, and where we learn and we're tempered through life. A lot of us have been beaten. A lot of us have been broken. A lot of us have been hurt. A lot of us have been abused. But that abuse, that hurt, that disappointment has tempered us to recognize the move of God when we can have compassion for someone else. God is not is not concerned with our gifts. God God's not concerned with our talent. God's not concerned with if we cross every T and dot every I. God is concerned with your heart. The title for tonight's message is You Can't Serve Two Masters. I was reading this and for the last three months, for the last three months I've been talking about serving two masters. I've been talking about those that will say into the Lord in those days, 
didn't we do these things in your name? Didn't we do these great things in your name? And and the scripture reminds us that the Lord says, depart from me, ye that work iniquity, I never knew you. And and if that doesn't bother you, I, I, want, I want you to question there. Didn't we do these things in your name? They're not saying that they had and went to the strip club in the name of the Lord. They're not saying that they went and sinned in the name of the Lord. But as you read the text, they went and did things that we consider godly. But God said, I never had intimacy with you. I never knew who you were. I never knew who you are. My God, what a tragedy to serve the Lord. And God not know. Now, 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 this is a scripture I want you to turn to in Luke 16. This is a scripture there that really addresses this, that I believe when we talk, and we start in Luke 16, we talk about the unjust servant because it says that it was a servant that had a rich master. His master was rich. His master was very wealthy. But he used the master's wealth for his own gain, for his own advantage. He used the master's wealth to do those things that benefited him. And if I, when I'm paraphrasing, but it says that after a while, the master found out, and he confronted that servant. He said, look, I'm hearing some things about you that I'm, I don't even really believe because you've done such a good job for me. You, you've done what I can see. You've done your job. But this is what I want you to do. Give me your books. Give me your records because I want to account for everything that's mine. See, and the thing that we don't realize and that we sometimes overlook is that the gift is not ours. The gift doesn't belong to us. The gift is not for us. The gift is not just for our benefit. Yeah, we want to profit for it. We want to, we want, but it's for the benefit of the body. It's for the benefit of those that have to hear the gift that God gave you, that, that have to the gift that God gave, but we hoard our gifts for our own benefit as this servant did. And when the servant found out, he said, look, the master said, look, this is true because I'm looking at my books and they don't measure up here. Look, I'm about to throw you in jail. You better get stuff together. And it says that that servant went out and he went and he gathered from people. He said, how much you owe the master? He said, I owe him 10. He said, give me eight. Give me five. I owe him seven. Give me four. Give me three. And he went and he collected and he got the master's money and the master was pleased on how he handled business. But it reminds us as the, as the story comes to an end that this servant, the Bible says, if you can't be faithful with something that doesn't belong to you, if you can't be faithful with the little that you have in your hand, how and why do you think God will give you true riches? And true riches is heavenly riches, not the mansion, not the castle, not the Bentley, not the Ferrari. True riches, riches of the heart, riches of the spirit, riches of the mind, riches in your life. Who will give you true riches if you can't even honor what I give you? That's little. Then I want to start, because I want to start reading at verse 13 in chapter 16. It says, no servant can serve two masters. And, I, and this is really for those that 
Let's let the scripture interpret itself. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and money. You cannot serve God and serve the world. Listen what it says in verse 14. And the Pharisees also who were covetous heard all these things, and they turned up their noses at him. They, they gave him the stink face. What are you talking about? You can't say because they was all about the money. They was all about the purse. They was all about the bag. They was all about getting paid. And the problem was they wanted to get paid off of the people of God. Listen, saints. Listen, people. The people of God are not just the people that's in the church. The Bible says the Lord tells us all souls are mine. Every soul, whether they're out doing wickedness, they belong to God. Yeah, they might be children of wrath, but they belong to God. And God gave us gifts to serve the people. Why? Not to make flocks towards ourselves, not to build monuments towards ourselves, not to gather crowds and men towards ourselves, but to point them toward God that we often say we serve. Hallelujah. And he said, verse 15, Unto them, ye are they which, listen, listen, this this blew my mind. Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. While we're worrying and walking around and trying to please men with the suits and the clothes and the shoes and the hair and the nails and how we dress up on the outside to appease men, God is looking at our heart. God is looking at that part of us that has and holds the true riches, that out of it are the issues of life that he will judge us according to. Listen. He doesn't judge us according to our works. He, he doesn't accord or to the end. You know, he's saying, the saying out there that the end justifies the means. No, no. It's opposite with God. The end doesn't justify the means because the whole time God is looking at our heart. God is looking at your heart. God is calling your heart tonight to come to him. Those that know they do wickedly. And listen, it says that justify yourselves before men. They know where true justification comes from. They know where true sanctification comes from. They know where true righteousness comes from. But choose to justify themselves in the sight of the crowd in the sight of the congregation, in the front of the people to justify themselves so that men would say good things about them, so that men would praise them. And the Bible reminds us if that's why we do things, if we do things to be praised and seen of men, the Bible tells us we have our reward. Why are we looking for a reward in heaven when we are justifying ourselves before men? Because if we justify ourselves before men, we have our reward. What's our reward, Brother Aaron? Our reward is the praise of men. 
Your reward is the reward of men. Your reward is the glory of men. Your reward is you being justified in front of men when we turn back to Matthew 7, as we did a few months ago. It says that his many will come in that day and say, didn't we do these things in your name? Remember, I'm, I'm going to keep reminding us that. I'm going to keep driving that home because the Lord keep reminding me of it. Didn't we say all these things in your name? Didn't we do all these things? Didn't we cast out how can you cast out a devil and don't know God? Because the gift isn't yours. God doesn't do and doesn't move and flow in the gift to justify you. God does that for the saving of souls. God does that to show himself strong. God does that because God is good. Don't get don't 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 just because people shouted when you sang, just because someone fell out when you laid hands, just because someone spoke in tongues when you gave them a word, just because someone said you, yes, I recognize that you're a man, you're a woman of God, means that everything that goes on in you is right. Listen, I repent every day, not because I do things wrong, because but I recognize sin in me. I recognize my shortcomings in my thinking. I recognize my shortcomings in my ability not to do and not to want things that I know are not of God. But I don't get disillusioned because I recognize that's just flesh. And flesh will always want flesh. Flesh will always do what it wants to do, always want to please itself. Because God didn't come, Jesus didn't come to save your flesh. He came to save our soul. Fear not, little flock. I'm going to say that again. Luke 12, for it is our Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Listen, in Luke 16, it says that we are, you are they which justify yourselves before men. But God knows. God understands. Hey, Brother Eddie, Sister Dietrich, bless you guys. Knows your heart. Listen, for the law and the prophets were until John. Yes, it was an eye for an eye. Before John came, yo, people did you wrong. The law said you had the right to do wrong. Someone stole from you. The Bible said you had the right to grip them up, <laughs> grip them up, get their hand chopped off. The law accounted evil for evil. But that ain't how it is under grace. That's not how it is under Christ. But since that time, the kingdom of God is preached. Listen, and every man presses into it. We're not going to heaven on flowery breads of ease. And I want to tell you, if you're not pressing, you got to press beyond the veil of your flesh. You got to press beyond the veil of your own mind. You got to press beyond the veil of your own understanding. You got to press into the kingdom of God because it's not obtained by hands. It's not obtained by man's hands. It's obtained through the sacrifice, through the death, hallelujah, of your flesh, of yourself, of your will. As we press, listen, I'm pressing. I'm pressing. I have to press because there's an expected end. There's some place there. There's a place where God wants to take you. 
and you're trying to, I know that you're pushing, you're, you're, you're praying, you're going to church, and you're saying it's just something that, that's missing. And it's because what's missing is spirit. It's not obtained by hands. It's not obtained by grabbing. It's not obtained in the physical. It's obtained in the spirit. And and, and I don't like even talking like that because I don't like losing people and sounding spooky. But we know how people, when you want money, when you want to be successful, you go to school, you, you fight through, you tell your friends, no, nah, I can't go out, I got to study, I got to test tomorrow. You, you do those sacrifices, you do those things because you want to obtain. If you're out in the street and you're working, you know you have to be on your P's and Q's. You have to do those things that keep you aware because people are always trying to get over. But then we come to God and we act like we don't have to press Put up an effort because grace is free, you know. But God is calling us. Listen, I want to read this again. This is Luke, the 16th chapter and the 16th verse. Listen, the law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached, and every man presses into a year, Elder Robinson, watching and praying. Every man presses into it. Every man. You, you want this? Press. You, you want to be an overcomer? Press. You, you want God to move in your life? Press. Press beyond what your flesh tell you. Your flesh tell you five minutes is enough. Your flesh tell you a little bit of this and a little bit of that is enough. And, and, and hey, that works for some people. But for people like me, <laughs> and I'm not trying to magnify myself like I was some expert sinner, but the levels and the depravity that I recognized in my own life, the bondage and the slavery to sin and, the, and how deep I was entrenched in it, I have to press if I want to see God. Listen, there are idiosyncrasies, there are proclivities, there are desires that we all have. Some of us have never opened up ourselves to those things. Some of us have never said yes to some of those things. But I had found myself in a life doing things that I thought I would never do, being a person I thought I would never be, and feeling helpless against it. Listen, fear not. That's the third time, little flock, for it's your father's. Good pleasure, listen, to give you the kingdom. But Jew reminds us that we have to earnestly contend for that faith which was once delivered to the saints. God just poured out of his spirit at will, just poured it out on the disciples, just poured it out on the early church. Everyone was moving in the power of God. Everyone was moving in a place of freedom and grace. But what you want and what you want to see that now, you have to press. My challenge to you tonight, I'm already done. It's only been 20 minutes. My challenge to you tonight, the challenges from Brother Aaron is if you're praying, God bless you, congratulations. But if you're praying and you're not seeing the presence of God, you're not seeing the benefits of having a God in your life, you're not seeing the benefits of the Christian life, 
in your life, you got to pray more. You got to sacrifice more. You got to turn your plate down more. You got to read more because whatever man you exercise will be the stronger man. What you mean, whatever man? Whether it's the man of sin, as you yield, as you yield to him, as you yield to the man of sin, that man of sin keeps his grip on your will. But as you yield your members to righteousness, the Holy Spirit begins to well up in you because of righteousness, because of holiness, because of sanctification. But what he will not do is he won't force you to do it. You have to say yes. And if that's you, you want to say yes tonight. I thought I'd be on here until about 845. But if you want to say yes tonight, and I find myself already, already at the altar call, and it's only 20 minutes in, amen. Yes, sir. Reverend John, Reverend Robinson said he should have been dead, but God. We can all testify on how good God has been for those who recognize their need for God. I recognize I need God. Okay, I'm a minister. Okay, I got I got some letters in front of my name. I got some letters behind my name, but I need God. I have to pray. I have to talk to him. I have to give him everything. Fourth time, fear not. <laughs> Little flock, I believe that scripture. For God, your Father, wants to give you the kingdom. He delights in giving it. But 16, Luke 16, 16 says this again. And every man presses into it. You can't serve two masters. People are saying they acknowledge God, they acknowledge God for serving and blessing and giving them everything that they have. Yet, you see their lives don't measure up to what they say. Justifying themselves before men, as it says here in that scripture. But God, I don't know your heart. God knows your heart. But the Bible tells us and gives us little insight in that. And it says, for out of the heart are the issues of life. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You can't curse God all month just to come up in front of men and say, I acknowledge God now. Let me not say that. I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. I don't have a heaven to to keep you out of or a hell to put you in. But will you consider? The Bible says, come now, let us reason together. You know our heavenly father has demands of us. He's a holy God. Sin can't dwell in his sight. Will you consider that your actions, that your behavior is not pleasing, and that God has given you platform and ability to come before men to glorify him, and you haven't done this. You haven't taken advantage of what God has given you. 
minister the word of God, to minister the goodness of God, the greatness of God. But he's looking at our heart. I know a few brothers that are in show business, that are behind the scenes, that are doing great things, and God is right there in the front with them. But then I also know some that everything, every day, is never God until they get an opportunity to say something. Just curse someone out. Just got high. But then they turn and say, thank God. I want to pray for those. And, 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 and while I'm saying this, I'm praying that you don't hear me in a voice of judgment, but compassion of love, of desire that we would do the will of God with our whole heart and not half-heartedly, that we would follow hard and press in after God, that God would turn again and render, and not just rend our hearts, but would open our hearts to him and show us great and mighty things that we don't know. Listen. I want to see the move of God in my life. How about you? I want to not just see him move in my life, but I want to see how he moved when I was young, when I saw how he moved in churches. I want to see how he moved when I read and I see the stories of the Hebrews, the Israelites, the children of God. I want to see that in my life. Don't you want to see that? Then, we have to press in fifth time. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you, to give us the kingdom. Come on, pray with me. Oh, God, be merciful to me. A sinner, forgive me of my sin and wash me in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Save my soul and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I ask it in the name of Jesus and to his glory. Lord Jesus By your spirit Come into my heart And become Lord And master Of my life Thank you Lord For saving my soul If you said what you meant Admit what you said God has done what you've asked him to do Let me pray for you God I do thank you For each and every person that's on this line, under the sound of my voice, that will watch this video, that will forward and share this video. Every person, God, you told us that the hearers are not justified, not hearers only, but we have to be doers of the work. So I pray, because we know that your word also says that it's you that works in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. 
You don't just want us to do it. Hallelujah. But you help us to perform it. And we thank you. I pray, God, that those that have acknowledged you as Savior, God, that you would bless their lives, that you would justify and redeem them tonight, fill them with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to have our behind-the-scenes brother, Minister Rob, our engineer, come on, and he's going to um, give you some words, announcements, and then when he's done, he's going to, I'm going to come back and I'm going to have final words and the benediction. Brother Rob. Amen, amen. All right. I mean, outstanding program tonight. I really um, enjoyed myself uh, listening to you uh, tonight. So real quickly, I'll go ahead and uh, go to the announcements. This is the Product of Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's what you are, whether you via phone. We greatly appreciate your listenership and your support, letting your friends and family know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on w.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We do have a call-in number when we do a live show, which is 319-527-6091. And uh, anytime you're listening, you can press the number one and we'll get you in to talk to our host. All right. And, uh, we do uh, invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is Purpose Kingdom. Uh, right there on that particular page there, you can see our upcoming shows and our advertisements. And from time to time, we do make major announcements on that social media pages, as well as some of our others, which uh, we do have, which is LinkedIn's, uh, which is at LinkedIn, uh, also Instagram and Twitter. And you can go there and look us up under Purpose underscore Kingdom. All right, and uh, we do have a radio network, which is pkn.com. There you can check out 24 hours of music of inspiration, and uh, feel free to share that with friends and family members. All right, and uh, we do uh, also have uh, where you can contact us via email, which is purposekingdomnet at gmail.com, where you can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a request. We gladly honor that. Okay, and tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour, uh, we will have we'll be, we will have the show, It's Your Story, So Tell It, and that's going to be hosted by Mother Janice Hudson. And once again, with God's own God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening for It's Your Story, So Tell It, and that's going to be hosted by Mother Janice Hudson. Okay, and with that, that's going to be the end of the announcements, and we're going to go ahead and turn the show back over to Reverend Williams. And Reverend Williams, great show. Amen, amen. I'm, I, I do apologize. I'll be, I'll be trying to get, get up here for an hour, you know, um, because I know my time is from 8 to 9, but I have to stop talking when I stop hearing. You know, um, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking to extend. <laughs> Brother Joey, how you doing? Bless you. you know, um, but listen, there's an issue. There, there's, a, there, there's an issue of fellowship that we're looking for. And everyone wants to be right. And what I learned, what I've learned is that I can be a toe and still be right. You can be a finger, you can be a hand, you can be a leg, you can be an arm, you can be a different part of the body. And I, and I know I'm, I'm talking to Christians now because I'm talking about body ministry and still be right. The problem is, is that we don't 
often recognize we can have different views and can't see each other's views, but each view is correct. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do a blog on that. You know, uh, on, on on not just the necessity, but on the functioning of the body, because we are a body ministry. We, we we're, we're not all prophets. We're not all preachers. We're not all teachers. We we, we don't all have the gifts of tongues. We don't all interpret. But God has tempered the body together as he will, that there'll be no schisms in the body. But we have to find where we function. Just because we have a mouth. (laughs) That doesn't even sound funny in my head. But even just because we can speak doesn't mean we're meant to be a mouthpiece. You know, so and 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 I often critique myself with this, you know, because I I I don't always and and Rob knows I I don't always I, I struggle getting up here, I struggle getting on the platform. I I don't look forward to this. I struggle with it, and and that doesn't mean oh that's God or oh, that ain't God or oh, you know because it, it's sometimes where I'm I'm eager ready. But often, most, the majority of the times, I don't want to come. I, I want to call out and, and deal with the archive. We, we, we've been doing this for almost six, seven years, so they definitely have a message that's in the archives on Purpose Kingdom. You know, but I, I struggle with it because I hear people saying that you want to encourage the people, and, and, and I do. I, want, I hope that you're encouraged. But most of my messages I don't think are encouraging. And I don't think they're mostly, I don't think they're mainly for sinners. I think they're mainly for the people of God. I really think that they're for the church, that we have to get it together. It's one thing that our pastor had said. He said, if we spend so much time working on us, trying to fix us that we would get right. When will we ever have time to truly minister to the world? The devil tries everything to keep you distracted, to keep you bombarded with issues, with problems, with the issues of life, that you will never focus on what the true task is. He that cometh unto me, let him first deny himself pick up his cross daily and follow me. As we follow Christ, God will move in us in ways that we don't even imagine right now. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the move of God. So God bless you. It's 835 and 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 I'm done. So you guys have a great evening. Thank you for tuning in. You know, I appreciate you. Thank you for your comments, all you that commented, those that will see this video. You know, I, I, I'm going to say it tonight. Share the video. You know, if the Lord, you feel so led by the Lord. But other than that, God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We're praying for you, and we'll see you in church. Maria, God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Have a nice night. Jesus bless.